0: Greetings, folks. Uh, We're back for another session of the Rocky River United Methodist Church podcast. Uh, Stephen Young, our director of youth ministries, is here with me. Uh, My name is Paul Bennett, the associate pastor here at the church, and uh, we have had an absolute blast navigating a number of different uh, conversations and topics with you over the course of the last several months, uh, prompted by our need to to remain connected in the times of uh, this uh, pandemic and and, uh, a time that is in many ways characterized by being disconnected from from folks. Uh, just another opportunity through this podcast for us to stay connected, stay processing some of the same thoughts, and, and uh, continue to grow as a, a church family uh, seeking the Lord in these different ways. And as we roll into another uh, series of uh, conversations in the upcoming weeks, uh, we've decided to mix things up a little bit. Um, Basically, what it comes down to is Stephen and I have gotten tired of listening to ourselves talk, (laughs) and we want to include another voice here. Uh, But more importantly, we want to give other folks from our church family an opportunity to share their stories. And uh, at Rocky River United Methodist Church, it's all about the story. Uh, We exist to help people meet Jesus Christ in the midst of their story. And what more valuable way to to, uh, spend our podcast time than hearing some of those stories and the ways that people have encountered Christ and uh, developed a, a faith in Christ in the midst of their stories. Uh, because Stephen has a unique story, I have a unique story, uh, but may or, they may or may not relate to you and, and where you're at or have been in your story. Uh, somebody else's might. And so uh, over the course of the next several weeks, we're going to have some guests on to uh, interview them and uh, hear a bit of their story and give them a chance to share their heart and, and where they are been, where they're going, uh, what uh, gets them excited, and our first guest this week, uh, we're excited to introduce to you uh, Brian Hints. Uh, Brian has mm-hmm. uh, uh, been a member of this church for several years now. He and his wife Katie are uh, beloved and, and cherished friends of mine, and, and members here, active uh, in uh, the the service formerly known as <laughs> the Harbor Service, now uh, known as the the live stream service. Uh, but it's still <laughs> the Harbor Service. That will never change, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but uh, Brian has uh, some some uh, ministry passions that he will no doubt share with you today, but I don't want to steal his uh, thunder. So we're simply going to dive into some conversation with him. Uh, Brian, welcome. So glad to have you with us today. And uh, I'm going to uh, give you a chance to, to say, hi, say hi, but also prompt you with our our first question uh, today in our discussion. And that is a very timely question. How has the uh, coronavirus pandemic affected your life. Uh, so what's been different for you, your family, your, uh, your day-to-day over the past uh, four or five months? Uh, so go ahead and, and uh, say hi to our, our folks, and then uh, maybe you can just share what's on your heart uh, with regards to that question.
1: Hi everybody, I, uh, so a lot of people know me as the bike guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll start out with that just so they can have an image in their mind of, uh, of who we're talking to today. Um, but yeah, this pandemic, it's, it's affected, uh, me and my family, probably in a lot of the same ways, you know, that it's, it's affected everybody. Um, you know, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is right when it happened, I was in training for a new position with my job. Um, I, um, uh, formerly I was an the occupational therapy assistant working in the field, treating people in home health care. And I, uh. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I had just accepted this position, which I would be working from home, prior to all this happening, um, and that was just uh, just a dance grace. <laughs> that was just that was just I just lucked out really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in training in Dayton for this right when everything really started to shut down, and uh, so after two weeks of. Dayton, they just sent me home and I finished my training from home so the first thing really noticeable to me was setting up a office space in my basement <laughs> in my in my, my man cage um, and so uh, but then from there you know then it was other things not being able to come to church of course not being able to serve um, the stress and the uh, anxiety of just going to the store just simple things that we used to do without any thought now is waiting in lines and spacing apart and, and, and fear of other people and everyone looking at you like you're infected and, you know, uh, my uh, then, you know, from there, it turned into things like, you know, missing our children, not being able to see, uh, you know, my grandson and, you know, things like that. Um, And then just missing, you know, those times with our parents, you know, um, I miss just meeting my mom up at the mall and just having lunch with her, you know, that was, you know, I could cry thinking about it, you know, it's those things that we just take for granted sometimes, I guess. And then, um, you know, just uh, with last month, then uh, my wife became very sick. Now she she tested negative, but i you know, from things that we're reading, it's who yeah. even really knows, you know, how accurate that all is. But uh, fortunately, she's she's better now, and uh, she's made a recovery. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely um, big time affected um, our bike ministry link up um, because you know our giveaways have. Last year and our first year was through the um, Twice Blessed Free Store, but now this year we're not having group gatherings and the, everything being shut down, we haven't really been able to give away bikes. So that's really been kind of uh, hard uh, you know, on us that are really passionately working so hard. Uh, we have stayed up and running because usually it's just two or three guys max and the shop is large enough where we can safely you know, show up. But we just had this stockpile of bikes we just want to give away. And we know now more than ever that kids and families could really use them. So uh, in a couple weeks ahead, it looks like we're going to be able to give away some bikes. So things are starting to pan out, thankfully.
2: Yeah. So that's really good to hear. And um, thank you so much for sharing it, it. The virus has affected our lives so many different ways. And um, I think it's good to hear how the virus has us all of us pretty uniquely in our stories. Um, just kind of how it, all of us have this different way of how the virus has affected our life going forward. Um, I know you shared um, just a little bit about, already about yourself, but how about you give us a little bit like background, your family, where you kind of grew up, your job. And just kind of like, just so people can understand you a little bit more fully.
1: All right, so uh, I was born and raised in Parma, Ohio. In a blizzard in 1973. <laughs> um, That's right. All right, but we won't go into all the details. Um, great family, blue collar family. My uh, dad was a foreman at uh, the Parma Chevy plant, and uh, you know, uh, just a hardworking guy. Great family values. Uh, I was always surrounded by, uh, you know, my parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles. Hardworking, um, Catholic upbringing. You know, we were brought up in a uh, Catholic church. I went to public schools, but then we, um, you know, we went to the our, uh, you know, CCD classes and PSR classes, and uh, you know, followed through with all that. Um, so yeah, really great childhood. Uh, a couple of uh, moments that I think have defined, you know, my life and kind of uh, moved my path in different directions is, uh, you know, when I was uh, twelve years old, my uh, my sister had died, my older sister, and. Uh, you know that uh, obviously was a big uh, life-changing uh, event, and uh, and then I, when I was 18, just six years later, then uh, my dad had died of cancer, and uh, you know so that was another uh, huge uh, event in my life that really kind of shaped and molded some of my uh, ideas and uh, you know mm-hmm. who I who, who I am, mm-hmm. you know and uh, you know at the time as horrible as those things were, I you know looking back I I can uh, I can see things differently. I can see how. Uh, Certain people really stood out, you know. The people that showed up really stood out. Um, For example, when my my sister was in the hospital, uh, I remember my uncle walking me out of the hospital, and I remember feeling his hand on my shoulder, you know. And, uh, you know, I can remember at my dad's funeral, I remember teachers that, I wasn't a great high school student, and I gave my teachers a hard time sometimes, (laughs) um, because I wasn't really coping very well with these things in my life. But I remember teachers that I thought hated me showing up, and I was really impressed by the people that would show up. you know. And I think those are things that early on had really impressed on me, the importance of being there for people, and reaching out to people, and supporting people, and, and how important our relationships are. Uh, I think uh, those experiences gave me a really great understanding of uh, our short time you know, here, and uh, the importance of uh, each day being you know, valuable. And, um, you know, my, my dad always, you know, I went to church with my dad. I knew how important it was to him. Um, but as kids, sometimes we just do things because we're supposed to. And I think at that time, I, uh, you know, um, faith-wise, I just kind of did it as another chore, you know, something I was supposed to do. And it probably wasn't until maybe later into my uh, adult life that, um, that it became more of a, uh, a passion of mine and more of a seeing how God actually, you know, has been working in my life. You know, but, but but after those incidents, I went on to uh um, I really didn't handle things very well for a while. I kind of you know, like some people uh, kind of went down a path of uh, you know of uh, you know drinking and uh, just uh, you know being uh angry with God. I always I accepted that there was a God, but I just never really felt like uh, I had that personal you know I didn't think he cared for me really in particular I think in the grand scheme of things. Me being so small, I felt like you know you know, God, you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and we'll just you know that'll be fine but um but I always knew my dad was watching out for me, you know my sister was my guardian angel, so I always kind of had that going for me. My mom was always you know the the strong one to always just remind us that you know you know things happen for a reason and everything's you know fine, and you know she was always strong and then the strength and support, but you know as a teenager going into early early adulthood i uh I think I kind of grew up feel understanding the importance of relationships but at the same time feeling ripped off you know um, so uh you know having those things to work through um, you know I think created a lot of who I am today you know um you know from there I went on and uh I figured uh you know a great thing for me would be to uh start a family right away, you know to be like the guy like my dad was he was my dad was like my idol and uh and so I, I uh you know i I, I met a girl who uh, who had already had a child, so it was like the instant family and and there i there I was you know <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately i uh was not equipped you know at that time because I uh, was not handling things in life um, the way I should have been um, so um but long story short eventually uh, you know uh, I did work through some of those issues and i uh did wind up uh, raising that that, uh, that little girl who now uh, you know who is my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, who has made me a very proud grandpa. <laughs> I go by pappy because I am old <laughs> enough to be grandpa. And yep. um, and uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the, er- the early start. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you shared about uh, your daughter and, and a bit of your upbringing, and uh, we, we referenced your uh, wife, Katie. Um, so we know a bit of your, your family story some of the the main events that um, impacted you and, and shaped who you are uh, and you started to hint a little bit at uh, you know your your um, perspective on religion and your relationship with God or, or maybe uh, a lack thereof early in life despite kind of having a, a church upbringing um, when uh, and, and how would you say that um, things changed with regards to your faith uh, what, what events or what changed in in your uh, understanding of life um, that eventually brought you into a relationship with Jesus Christ and uh, into uh, more or less as a, a a spiritual being who you are today
1: all right well um, so the uh, the big change the, the, the biggest change uh, for me then bringing me into faith was uh you know, I, I can tell you, uh, September 16th, 1995. Uh, I was 22 years old. Um, life was not really. <laughs> I wasn't really uh, being very productive. Um, I was drinking too much, and uh, I. Uh, it occurred to me that I, I, I was not. Um, I was not living the way I was raised. I was not, living into my potential. Um, I was not the person that my. Parents had raised me to be, you know. Um, what happened was, um, so so a friend of mine, uh, a guy I know, he says uh, he says you know you never know what form an angel is going to appear to you in your life. Some don't be surprised. Sometimes if that angel has a flask of whiskey in his pocket, you know, um, they're out there. And uh, for me, at 22 years old, I was uh, I was not homeless, but I was drinking with homeless people because that's just where I ended up, you know, and I, would, uh, I was out one particular this, this last night, and, uh, and I was with uh, a homeless guy whom I had met on the steps of a church, and it's, it's interesting, because in hindsight, I, I remember that, you know, I look back at the time, it didn't strike me as interesting, but I remember meeting him on the steps of a church, and uh, by the end of that night, you know, we, uh, he and I were just sharing a bottle, and, and he said, you know, I was, I was a young guy like you, I had a wife and a daughter. And he told me his wife died, and uh, he couldn't handle it, and that's why he is where he is today on the streets and uh And the one thing I remember he said it gets mighty cold in february, and that was uh that was that was my defining moment that was uh that was the turnaround that's when uh that that's when I made that prayer, that simple three word you know that that God helped me you know I, I don't know where to go or what to do, but just just help me you know and uh uh, and, and he did, you know, and, and, and he'd helped me a lot, a lot, along the way a lot. There's a lot of moments where I can see that, you know, I, I probably, you know, I, when I was 19, I, I flipped over a car, you know, and, uh, and I don't know how I survived that, you know. It was, there's no way, it was just, a, I don't know, you know. Um, yeah. but, uh, but God had plans for me, yeah. you know, and that's why uh, everything we do today is, is, is of such importance. I'm here for a reason, I know that. And um, so from that day forward, I, uh, I got into a treatment program, and uh, you know, obviously, I've had love and support from my family. My mom's like my biggest fan, you know. And uh, um, and uh, you know, I, I got involved in the pro- in, in the treatment program, and they had us go into uh, to AA meetings from there. And uh, you know, through those meetings, um, the 12-step program um, is uh, it's it's really about um, getting with God, you know. Um, the first three steps of, uh, of that program are, uh, you know, are, uh, realizing that you can't do it on your own and you need to accept that that higher power, they call it, and then uh, you turn your will and your life over to God. And um, and that was my, you know, my early beginning in faith. You know, I uh, I still was hesitant about God. I still was angry. I still, you know, but, but, but God's big enough. He can handle that, you know. And uh, I just didn't want to drink anymore, really. And I just wanted to be the good kid that I was supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make my parents proud, really. Mm-hmm. And so through going to these meetings, I started just doing what they told me to do, kneel, pray, you know, find God, pray to God, even if you don't, you know, just say the words, just do the motions, you know. And, uh, and through doing those motions, after a period of time, you know, uh, I started to get better. Things in life started to get better. My outlook started to get better. And I started noticing things where God was really doing things in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just a matter of me just showing up and uh, and leaving the rest to uh, to him. You know, so then from there, as far as actually finding uh, Christ and organized religion, you know, I was really happy with you know what I was doing with my relationship with God, and uh, and then I, and I met Katie, and uh, and she decided that. I was going to say we decided, but she decided we we should uh, find a church, you right. know, to, uh, to 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 uh, for our relationship together, and um, you know, to move forward in our marriage, you know, with a church. So um, so we started church shopping, and we went to a couple, and my brother was going to uh, Rocky River because uh, he was brought here by a friend that his sons we're in Boy Scouts with, you know, so it's just kind of like the chain, you know, one reaches to another, then he invites us, and we came here, and, uh, and it's funny, because I, like I said, I felt like I'm going to my meetings, and I've got God, and everything's fine, Mm -hmm. but church might be good for Katie, you know, (laughs) I was like, it'd be good for her, I'll go along as a support, right, right?" um, so really, um, but God, I, I owe her, because, um, I mean, huge. It's uh, she, She's really the person that, that brought me to Christ, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, even though I was praying to God and, and, and he was, you know, keeping me sober and, and all that stuff, I still mm-hmm. haven't found, you know, um, I have not found Christ at that time. Mm-hmm. Didn't think I needed to, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. But then uh, she coerced me. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, so we started coming here and, uh, well, I mean, the rest is history. We started getting involved in some Bible groups. We started a ministry. We uh, And I've just made connections with people. That's where those relationships are, are just so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just connecting to those people that, you know, I, I, guess, I, I guess I'm I guess just a person who, uh, you know, when I like something, I want more, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's how it worked with drinking <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> until eventually I, I didn't like it <laughs> yeah. and I didn't want it anymore. Right. Um, but... Um, but seriously, with uh, you know, with church, I just really liked what I was feeling here. I liked what I was reading. I liked how um, you know the stories and 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 the things that, that I was hearing, uh, you know, from Paul and Dan and you know on Sundays were really going along with a lot of the things that I had learned going to to meetings for the for the past twenty some years. You know, there's 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 a lot that those programs took from church, took from the Bible. Right. You know, so uh, so it just makes sense. I just. Uh, you know, I just uh, needed to show up here to, <laughs> yeah. to start hearing. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it's been uh, definitely a, a fun experience growing here. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that's, um, that is a really great uh, testimony and really enjoying listening to your story. And I hope everyone is listening. is just really enjoying listening to Brian's story. Um, he's got a great story, how God is changing his life and um, just this testimony, it, it, it really is a testimony to the grace and the glory of God as he works in all of our lives. Um, and just hearing this testimony is just really encouraging to me. Um, I can say that this has been really encouraging to hear this. Um, so, Brian, the question I have for you is, for you is um, as, as you've walked in your faith and you've, and you've experienced these different things in your life, uh, what advice would you give to someone who's like new to their faith? What kind of advice would you give to them? They're, they're exploring the faith, or maybe they just heard of Jesus, or maybe they just decided to follow Jesus. Um, what kind of words of advice would you give them?
1: Well, I think the most important thing is um, is to uh, to team up with other people, you know. Um because I think uh, for one thing there's safety in numbers <laughs> and uh, aside from the obvious I mean it, I think uh, you know being in groups with other people pe- speaking with other people even you know even if it's not like a formal Bible study or something even if it's just uh, you know buddying up with someone and just talking once in a while um, I, I think uh, I think that's one of the best ways to learn you know find someone who knows more than you um, for me, that's just about anybody. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and and it's just a, just a great way to, um, just, just to learn, just to talk, you know, to talk about things, to find out, well, what do you read or or where do you, you know, get your information from? And, uh, you know, when you're having a bad day, you have someone to call. And, uh, you know, I I really think it's, uh, I I think the closest, you know, we can get to God is really just through other people. You know, I think, uh, so I, I definitely have, uh, one thing has been just being involved with other people, um, you know, being in touch with the Rivermen group. You know, I talk to those guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, for me, that, that, that's that been one of the most important things, I think, people.
0: And uh, we, we are so blessed to have uh, you and Katie here as members at uh, Rocky River. Um, What is it specifically that you would recommend for somebody who's new to the faith, but also just kind of trying to put themselves out there in a a new church family? Um, You know, I've I've been blessed to kind of see you and Katie settle in over the years and just absolutely blossom in your relationship with the church uh, from being people who were who were just kind of soaking in uh, left and right what was being dished out to you, but then eventually uh, to the point where you have become leaders, and uh, we've turned to you to to be the people who are, are bringing other folks uh, into the mix and and uh, serving other people and and uh, turning to you for your your wisdom and guidance uh, with things. So for somebody who maybe uh, is at that that early stage. Uh, in their relationship with christ uh, and maybe their desire to, to get involved in a church um, what would you uh, say to them as being kind of the the new person the visitor uh, the church shopper um, what would be the best way you share the importance of getting connected with uh, people are there other things or how in particular would you advise them to go about that process
1: i think uh, one of the attractions uh, specifically to, to this church was um, the uh, opportunities for Ministry with uh, with the free store, um, being able to serve. Um, Katie and I uh, got along, uh, got involved with the uh, the free store um, pretty early on. And that, again, was her idea. It's, none of this is ever my idea. <laughs> you guys got to know yes. Katie really is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she is Fantastic. the force behind, behind yeah, everything like, I do. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, and uh, But uh, for her birthday, she decided she wanted to celebrate her birthday at the free store by oh, serving. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Bible studies and things like that are all great. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, people like me that don't know a lot about, you know, the Bible and mm-hmm. reading it, sometimes that's intimidating, though, and, and I get it. I get it, and that's why, I, you know, I, I said that, you know, sometimes it's just better just to start out with just some, some friendships, you know, mm-hmm. and some service, just doing things you can do, whether it's, you know, baking or, uh, you know, showing up at the free store or sorting things, and, and that's how you kind of, you know, communicate with other people and start to find that, you know, um, helping other people is really, really where it's at, you know service to others yeah. um, and that's uh, that, that's really kind of getting involved I, I really like uh, the fact that this church had so many options of different things that we could do right. mm-hmm. but the free store that's kind of where we really found our niche and then from there one day I was at the store and they had like six bikes that they had given away and uh, they were kind of in ill repair and it just I thought this could have been better And yeah. so here we are now <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: And real quick, I'm going to jump in and, and go off script here because we've talked a little bit about your church involvement, but uh, we can't have the bike guy sitting in front of us. Uh, we're, we're going to wrap up with a different question in a moment. But uh, can you just uh, take a minute to, to pitch Link Up Bike Ministry? What is it all about? How can people get involved? And uh, what is your, your passion that, that brought at, that into to a reality? Uh, tell us about Link Up.
1: All right. So there's so much we can say about Link Up. Link Up, um, again, that started last year, and uh, man, there's so much to say about it. So so, so just in a nutshell, what, what we do is, uh, for those of you who don't know, we take uh, donated bikes and we uh, restore them, we clean them up, we fix them up, and uh, we provide them for, uh, for children and for families uh, and people in need. Um, Right now we have probably, there's probably only really about me, Don, and Warren, there's only really like three of us that are regular, consistent um, guys that are involved. Um, So we really um, could use, you know, some extra help. Um, like I said before, unfortunately, we haven't been able to give away a lot of bikes, but we have. Uh, you don't need to have any specific skills. I've talked to people that have been leery because they're not mechanical, but but uh, but I I always say this: if you can wash dishes, you can wash a bike, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure just about anybody <laughs> just about can wash some dishes, and it's really not much different. You use a, s- a sponge or a special brush and some soapy water. And you wash it down, and and it's uh, so. There's really something for everybody here. Uh, Kids can be involved with what we're doing. Uh, We got some really exciting stuff coming up, but I'm not going to, you know, spill the beans (laughs) on that yet. Uh, We have some other things planned that are going on at the shop. Um, Just uh, you know, I know a lot of people. uh, You know, I pick up bikes here and there, and uh, and I'm will and we're willing and able to do that. But I like it. I really do like it when people bring bikes to the shop and, and, and see what we have and see what we're doing. It's mm-hmm. just to have that person to person and hey, take a look. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you guys all you know came up with the funds for this, so you mm-hmm. know, take a look at your investment. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I like. I'm, I'm really proud mm-hmm. when people come out and just to show them like, hey, this is what we're doing, and, and, and to have that relationship and that conversation and and uh, and it's a, there's just really cool stuff going on there. So when, uh, so I was talking about uh, how you know we haven't been able to give away a lot of bikes and uh, uh, just a couple of really exciting God moments with uh, with Linkup. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was really discouraged and disappointed and and uh, you know just kind of down and out about not being able to give away bikes. And I walked into that shop just talking to God, saying one of those. One of those awesome prayers that I say, God, what's the deal? (laughs) You know, Uh, why are we even here? Why am I here? Why am I wasting my time? You know, I hate to announce that that's what I was feeling, but that's where I was. I was like, what's the what's what's the deal with all this? You know, but but I showed up. You know, I showed up, and and I started to you know pick up a wrench and I started doing what I was doing. And uh, on that day, there was a knock at the door, and I answered it, and no one was there. And uh, I went back to what I was doing, and there was a knock again. And this time I ran over and I opened it, and there was some kids goofing around. (laughs) Well, one of the kids happened to be a kid that uh, we had fixed a chain for him last year, a young man named Dante. And uh, he, uh, well, it had been a year, and he'd actually outgrown his old bike. And and he said that he could probably use a bigger bike. And and (laughs) I sized him up, and I... Grabbed one of our bikes, and we uh, got it ready for him. I fitted it for him, and and, and he rode away as happy as could be. And and I was like, wow, you know, I just said this grumpy prayer. (laughs) God, (laughs) what's the deal? I just want to give a kid a bike. And this kid knocks at my door, you know. Um, And, uh, I mean, you know, things like that just keep happening. When you get involved in stuff like this, it's like it just happens. It's just, you know, I just wish someone, I wish everyone could could feel that, you know. Um, The very first day when... uh, when we when we pitched this idea to uh, ad council um, Katie and I were here and we did a presentation and they voted it in and they said yes and actually there was a couple bikes downstairs with all the uh, uh, free store uh, donations so we went down there to go get those uh, those bikes from the free store um, you know that that were down there and when we went down to that hallway to get those bikes um, I heard someone speaking over my shoulder and I looked down the hall and there was uh, there was an A meeting going on right then mm-hmm. and there was a group of people sitting there and there was a man talking and it just like made me look at everything like full circle it's like, it's like Brian 24 years uh, ago yeah. you know you were just getting your start you know yeah, yeah. and now here you are with these first couple of bikes that are going to be given away yeah. you know and it's just these God moments where it's just he, he just says look what I'm doing with you Brian mm-hmm. look, look what we're doing just keep moving your feet you know yeah. And uh, so that—that's what link up is—is is all about for me, you know. Yeah. Um, it's about, you know, sitting in a shop that 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 that, that we're fixing up bikes to, to 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 help out and to establish relationships with people in the community, you know, a shop that's maybe two miles down the road from the place where I had my last drink 24 years ago, you know, and God mm-hmm. has completely turned my life around and, and allowed me to serve for you that. Know? Um, I mean, what's better than that? And uh, yeah, so linkup is awesome. We're there, so we need plenty of help.
2: Yep. All right, so we're gonna end on some fun, quick, rapid-fire questions. So don't. That's gonna be super simple. All right, favorite sports team.
1: Um, Browns.
2: Browns. All right, favorite food. Pizza. Pizza. Pop or soda. Pop. Pop. uh if you had to choose a vacation spot beach or mountains 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 all right um and what would you do if you had unlimited free time
1: hmm.
2: bike, <laughs> bike. <laughs> <laughs> good answer <laughs> um so yeah this has been a really really great podcast um having brian and just listening to his testimony and i and i really pray that um this has been an encouragement um to those listening and um like I said earlier, we have to really see God's magnificent power and grace and, and how he can turn a story around. And, and just This is why it's all about the story. This is why the church exists, is to have Jesus Christ interact with our stories, that Jesus Christ comes and transforms our stories um, into something that can be almost unrecognizable, that we're just completely new creatures in Christ. Um, and we're really looking forward to doing more of these interview podcasts with different people Um, here at the church and and, and hear their testimony how God has changed their lives. So I pray that these these videos, or sorry, these interviews (laughs) are really encouraging to you and are really helping um, you strengthen and encourage your faith. So thank you very much for listening and tune in next time.